Welcome, everybody, to Biz Vision with me, Alaska Tracy, where we're going to be talking all things social media, marketing, business related, and inspiration. Welcome to episode one. I am thrilled that you are here. Today, we are going to be talking about purpose. Having a purpose in life. And how do you get to find out what your true purpose or your why actually is in life? So, I wanted to give you a little background about Alaska Tracy, me, Tracy Resch Williams, and why I actually started a podcast how it all came to be, and then we'll get into purpose and why and a couple stories. So I have been doing Alaska Tracy social media marketing and business consulting for five years now. I'm in my fifth year. And although I love helping clients to achieve their goals using social media marketing, I have a whole team that actually puts things, uh, social media content and creates the, the client's content, and then we actually do their social media for them. Work, I work, my team and I work with just a selective few clients. I am not a media company and, and I don't really want to be a media company, so I'm very selective in, in who I choose to work with. So my business has morphed over the, the last five years into creating more content, coaching, I'm sorry, not content, coaching and consulting with people. And what do I mean by that? Well, I go into businesses and actually teach them how to use social media, how to market their business to grow and succeed. I help them create ideas. Uh, and then I teach online courses in the last year, vision board courses has been grown, has, has come to life. So I, I create workshops for companies and organizations using vision board technique to actually create their business plan, if you will. And, and I really love to do that. So I started taking Amy Porterfield's courses uh, online it's probably been about a year and a half now uh, the first one was how to create an online course and and what what I noticed happening my email list was not buying into my online course well here's the deal I wasn't really focusing on my email list, which I tell all clients to do. The, the, your email list, your database is your core, your database and your website. I was getting a little bit obsessed with being all over the map and being good on Twitter and Facebook and LinkedIn and uh, Pinterest and Instagram and my website and my blog and and Facebook Live and videos and my YouTube channel, blah, right? That's doing the opposite of what I teach. 
what I teach is being successful with one social media platform, really focusing on doing a newsletter once a month, giving your community, community information that they can use. And I wasn't taking my own advice. I was all over the map. So how would my community know actually what I'm selling and what I have to offer if I'm just maybe sporadically sending a newsletter, sporadically doing things, I'm going to say it, half-assing it, right? It's exactly the opposite of what I teach. So again, I took a coach's advice, coach being Amy Porterfield, and am laser focusing on a system, and that system includes podcasting. So here I am at episode one, talking about how I really got into entrepreneurship back in 2000, 2001, 2003, when I went to see a career counselor and used his guidance to give me instructions on how to create a successful business. And that business was born a year after I saw him. So I saw him and after that first meeting, a successful business, my first successful business was born. I remember a mentor saying to me one day when I was talking to her about success, I remember her looking at me straight in the eyes and saying, what does success mean to you? What does success mean to you? See, I was all about the money. If I, if I, if I just had X amount of money, everything will be okay. And I'll never forget her looking at me and saying, what does success mean to, to you? And that's really where I begin with purpose and, and your why with that question to you. What does success mean to you? Does it mean having a lot of money? Does it mean having a big house? Does it mean having a husband? Does it mean having a spouse, a partner, kids, a fancy, shiny new car? What does success mean to you? That would be the first question in coaching and consulting any business, any individual, any up-and-coming entrepreneur that I would ask what does success mean to you and then I would ask you to spend some time writing out your answer if you came back to me with an answer right away then I, I would know that maybe you've already thought about that question what happened in my life was it took time to really get to that answer what does success mean to you and today, my answer looks totally different than it looked when, when creating that very first business in the early 2000s. And then the second business that I had, again, what does success look like to you? It, it still looked different. And today, my answer is totally different from, from, from that. So that would be the first question to write down what success looks like to you. And to really go deep. And I, I wanted to share with you that I do have a freebie giveaway. And 
because this is podcast number one, I'm not going to be announcing the link <laughs> for the freebie. You're going to have to scroll to the bottom of my show notes to find the link. And, and I do have a freebie for you. So you can just download that freebie. My goal is to offer you on each podcast a freebie that you can either download or um, download and print out or download and read. I also, a little housekeeping on my podcast, I am literally holding a pen with my microphone on it, and I use a Rode microphone when I'm on the road, <laughs> no pun intended. Uh, it's a great little microphone. It, it was, I think it was under 100 bucks. I can't really remember now. My numbers husband probably could remember that more so than I could, but it's just a little microphone that I've got clipped to a pen. I am in my office, which is in a warehouse, and today they are moving things around down below. So occasionally you might hear beeping or machinery. I apologize for that, and I promise you next week's podcast is going to be different because I've got a headset and a real microphone on the way coming from Amazon Prime as we speak. So I'm really excited to get my new, um, I could tell you what my microphone and my headset is if I had those notes handy. And I don't think I do. So if you want to know what microphone and what headset I have on the way, shoot me an email to Alaska Tracy. That's Alaska spelled out. Tracy, T-R-A-C-Y, at gmail.com, and I can tell you what I've ordered. Or you might want to listen to podcast two and actually see the, hear the difference uh, before you ask that question. So I apologize for any noise distractions today. So what does success mean to you? And how do you find success? I know for a fact that people that I follow on social media that have found their purpose or their why have a clear vision. They have a clear vision. And you know how I know that? I know that because when I follow them, be it Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, wherever I'm following them, or maybe I follow them on several different platforms, they're projecting sort of a same message or brand. They're not all over the map. What I mean by that is I know exactly what they're selling me by listening to them, by watching them, by viewing their posts. They're very clear. Now, whether they're living a successful life outside of social media, I, I don't really have any idea about that. I do follow a handful of people that I know their, their idea of success is matched with what they're posting. I, I know that. I've reached out to them. I've talked to them. I'd, I've had conversations with them via email or actually on the phone. 
So what finding what success means or what, what your purpose or your why is allows you to create a business that tells your audience you're following what products you're actually selling, what services you're selling, what you are actually doing. How many times have you followed somebody, maybe it's a friend or somebody that you found on social media and you like what they're posting and yet you have no idea what they do? So let me repeat that. So you, you've found somebody on social media or a friend of yours you follow, you watch, and you love what they're doing, what their, their posts are, what they put out there to, to their community. And yet you have no idea what they do for a living, what they sell, what products they offer. Well, that person either is just posting and doing social media for a hobby, or they're unclear about their purpose, their why, in life. I have been both. <laughs> I've been very clear with my purpose and my, my vision, my why in business, and I have been unclear as well. When I'm clear, for me, my gauge is running into people in my community that I live in, actual running into people that follow me on social media. They clearly know what I'm doing. They ask questions pertaining to my offerings, my business. When I am unclear, I run into people in the community where I live, and they say things to me like, what are you doing these days? Now, I clearly know that they're following me because they like certain things that I'm posting. They're unclear as to what I'm offering. They could even be on my email list. And I can go back and I can look and see if they've actually opened up my newsletter that I was sporadically sending. So I can tell if they're actually looking at my content. Yet, they're unclear as to what I'm offering, what I'm doing for a living. So that's my gauge. What's your gauge? What's and what's going to be your gauge if you're just starting out in business? My gauge, again, is people asking me what I actually do for a living. What that tells me is I'm unclear as to my messaging on social media. I'm unclear as to sending out a timely newsletter to my community. So when I'm unclear, when I'm unfocused, I portray that and I confuse people. Now, when, I, when I've been clear, when I am clear, uh, I'll give you some examples of, of um, clarity. My first business it's actually still around. It's called Rub-A-Dub Dog. It was a mobile dog grooming service, and it's available here in Anchorage, Alaska. So back in the early 2000s when I started that, I was in a marketing position, and I had had, oh, three, three years of marketing background. I was an account executive for a radio station, 
and then I was a development director for a, a Anchorage company that worked with businesses in the community, and I helped plan events and 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 market the organization. So I had a couple of years behind me in marketing, and I really wanted to work around animals, specifically dogs. I had always wanted to be a veterinarian as a as a child. However, I wasn't super smart in school. I found myself often cheating just to get by, just to get passing grades. I, I squeaked out of high school with a, a mere very, very low grade point, grade point average. Uh, C's, D's, and F's were the norm. I was very insecure, felt very insecure all the time about myself that I, I wasn't smart. And so I let go of the dream of becoming a veterinarian, and it always nagged me. I always wanted to work around animals. So when I went to see this career counselor that I had previously told you about, he quickly helped me figure out that I had a learning disorder, a type of dyslexia. And that was probably why I struggled with academics and told me a couple other things about myself. And it was, it was quite the relief, although at the time it wasn't, but it really it turned out to be a relief. He showed me some ways that I could learn things with my learning disorder and told me some really important things that I've brought with me in, in the three businesses that I have owned throughout the years. The most important thing is for me to surround myself by with people that are smarter than me. And I, I think that's really the norm for most successful entrepreneurs, to always surround yourself with smarty pants, right? Always be learning from them. So I came back with a, a new knowledge of myself back to Anchorage. I had met with him in Seattle. and. I knew I wanted to work around animals, and so I started looking at different business ideas. I went to a friend of mine who owned a dog wash in town, and I asked him if I could come work for him for free, just part-time, to figure out what kind of business I really wanted to create, and he said, sure. Quickly, I the idea of creating a mobile dog wash in Anchorage, Alaska came to mind. It was really quick. One of the board members where I was working asked me to groom his dog, and, and I said yes. So I picked up his dog and drove him to the dog wash. And before I knew, to, knew it, I had like three clients that wanted me to pick up their dogs and bring them to the dog wash. And that was how the idea came about. And then I Googled it and found out that there were mobile dog washes all over the country. So I started exploring and researching and immediately started working with a small business development center on a business plan. When I went to see my first counselor at the small business development center, he was hesitant to help me. I told him my idea. I told him how much money I was currently making, that I had just bought a condo on my own. I was a single 
girl at the time, and I had just bought this condo, so I had a mortgage to mortgage payment to make. I had bills, and I said, I want to start a mobile dog grooming business in Anchorage, Alaska. And I was all about ideas, big, huge ideas. And he looked at me straight in the eyes. He was testing me to see how serious I was. And he asked me some really pertinent questions. Why this was meaningful to me was number one. And what would I do if the business failed? How would I support this mortgage payment and my bills? And my response to him was that having a mobile dog grooming business was going to fulfill a niche in Anchorage. It was going to provide a service where people could actually see how their dog was being taken care of when getting groomed. They could see in the windows of the dog wash. It was going to be an hour, an hour and a half, two-hour service. So their dog didn't have to wait all day. And if it failed, I would sell my new condo and I would live in the camper van that, I've re that I was going to renovate into the mobile dog wash. So I would move into that camper van with my two dogs. And I was totally serious. This is when the career counselor knew that I was serious. See, he wasn't wanting and willing to waste his time helping me if I wasn't serious. If he didn't know for sure that I was going to roll up my sleeves and do the dirty work, no pun intended, with dirty dogs, do the dirty work to get the business plan done, put in the work to make the business succeed. Once he knew that I was willing to live in a dirty dog wash van with my two dogs and sell my condo, if it didn't work, he knew I was serious. And he helped me. He helped me to create a business plan. So he pulled out of me my purpose, my why. Why was it so important to me to create this business? It was also really important to prove that I wasn't a dummy, that I could be an entrepreneur. That business, oh, it, it was amazing. I learned so much about myself, about having employees. At one point, I had three vans up and running around Anchorage, Alaska with employees. I remember it was, oh, maybe a week of sitting on, on my deck in the sunshine with these three vans out and about, enjoying life, taking phone calls, booking new appointments. And that was it. There was always an employee sick. I was always having to be in the trenches, actually doing the dirty work. So I, I got that up and going. I eventually sold off the vans. I kept one and uh, sold the business to an employee. And, and like I said, that business is still running around Anchorage, Alaska. The next, the next business I got into was real estate. And my why, my purpose in real estate, really, truth be told, for me, 
was to make a lot of money. I was married, still am married to the same man. And I don't know, he, he was a successful businessman, is a successful businessman. And I felt this need to prove to him that I could make a lot of money and I could, I could be successful. So success was defined by myself with that real estate business by making a lot of money. See, he already loved me and knew I was a success regardless of what I did. He didn't care if I worked at Walmart. He saw me as a, as, as a success. I did not, however. Real estate brought about a lot of opportunities to create systems and models, to create a database with an active newsletter that was always engaging in and with my community. It provided me great income. I had nice clothes and nice bank account, and I paid a heck of a lot of taxes. Um, I did not enjoy the business. I was terrified quite often. I am not a very detailed person, so reading contracts and reading um, history about uh, land and properties was, I felt, I felt to be rather dull and boring. It just wasn't for me. It's not, it didn't play on my strengths. I did, like I said, I learned a lot in those years in real estate. A lot about marketing and engaging with the community and growing a community. So with the real estate business, all of a sudden social media came along. And I really, I really took that as an opportunity to grow the real estate business and be the only real estate salesperson that grabbed onto social media and, and took it and went with it. So I got into real estate. The market in Anchorage was crashing. It was in 2008. And I'll never forget the first day, the first sales meeting that I went to at the brokerage that I started at when I started in real estate. And I'll never forget a salesperson coming up to me and saying, good luck. You are getting into real estate at the worst of times. The market is crashing. There are so many real estate salespeople right now. Good luck to you. I remember going home that day, my first day, crying and wondering what the heck I was doing. There is a part of me that is fueled by negativity and naysayers. I grew up with two brothers, so I'm pretty darn competitive, and I'm pretty darn stubborn. So if somebody tells me that I can't do something or good luck to you doing that, chances are I'm, I'm going to prove them wrong. Like when I started Rub-A-Dub Dog, the, the board members, I'll never forget, we were sitting in a board meeting. I was working for a professional organization as their development director, and the executive director announced that I was going to start a business washing dirty dogs, and I'll never forget board members shaking their heads and looking at me and kind of questioning and making jokes, and, and I, I, again, I was fueled by that for many, many years, and what happened was most of them became my clients, which was kind of funny, so I was fueled by that real estate salesperson saying that to me in 2008. 
I was determined to make a go. I was determined to be successful, make a lot of money. Remember, that was my idea of success at the time. So within three years, I became a top producer. I think when I left the industry, I was making oh, 160000 I don't think I, I think my net income was about 50000 So I paid a lot out to stuff memberships and things that I thought I needed to make me look or feel good. Um, so social media came along and I dove in. I thought I'm going to be the best at this. I'm going to create a rocking business using social media. I hired a coach. There was a group of us taking uh, lessons or coaching from this, this lady. We all got to know each other and we started to grow our social media communities. Within 90 days of, of doing and implementing things on social media that I had learned, within 90 days, I started getting referrals for real estate. That was a pivotal point, really pivotal, because my purpose, my why in life started yelling at me, screaming at me in my head. My heart started really connecting to my head. What happened, those referrals started coming in, and of course, the real estate business was growing for me. What really happened for me was that I started listening to my heart. So I would be in the community. I would be traveling around. I remember visiting my folks in upstate New York, and my, my father's very involved in a lot of businesses in his community, and he was running me around town one day introducing me to business owners, and I started telling them the power of social media, how to implement certain tools and techniques and, and ways that they could grow their lives and their businesses by using social media. I was empowered. I was riveted. Oh, I love that when I think back to that feeling. And I remember most of them scratching their heads and looking at me in disbelief. That was in 2010, 2011, when social media, Facebook was just really starting to gain momentum. People were scared. They were skeptical. They were unsure. They were still entrenched in radio and print and and really not sure about going for it with social media. So they looked at me with apprehension, but they saw the glow in my eye. I knew, I knew at that time that I'd found my purpose, my why, my real reason for being on this planet. Now, my real reason has over the last five years become more and more clear to me. And it's, it's really simple today what my purpose and my why is. Five years ago, it was, it was an epiphany. It was a realization that I needed to get out of the real estate industry, that I was doing a disservice to the, the people that my associates that I was uh, connecting with and and my clients, my buyers, my sellers. The disservice was my heart was not matching my head. Now, this isn't for everybody, your heart matching your head. Sometimes people 
have a career or a business so that they can live their purpose outside of their business and their career. What I mean by that is, um, well, my husband, and this came to me, an intuitive thought came to me was to talk about my husband. I love him to pieces, and I learned so much from him. When we first got together, and he knew I was a very um, heartfelt person, that I was driven to careers and business ideas by my heart. He's more of a head-felt person with business and careers, meaning he doesn't have to love what he does. He doesn't have to be over the moon, passionate about what he does. His primary purpose in life is to be a giver, to help other people in life. He's always looking for opportunities, ways to be of service to others. So he does not care about finding this passionate career path, this passionate business that fuels his heart. It's never been him. It never will be him. His concern, first and foremost, is to be a giver, a worker among workers, a provider. So by doing that, first and foremost, he's landed into amazing opportunities in life. Amazing. He doesn't broadcast what he does. He doesn't tell the world. He doesn't find his um, need for approval, approval from other people, from outside sources. He goes to work. He works really hard. And he gives back really hard. And he lives a super sweet, juicy life. So we clashed in the beginning. When I started telling him I was going to leave the real estate industry, which he had known that I was a leaper of faith because he had watched me as a single person leap from making a lot of money into careers that I wasn't making a lot of money into jumping off into creating a dog washing business. He knew. He knew what he was getting into when we got together. Still, it amazed him that I was willing to leave a top producing real estate job and make yet another jump into creating Alaska Tracy, business consultant, social media strategist. He just, I mean, we really went round and round. He just really was fearful about how, how are you going to do this? And, and, um, and I knew, I knew from my heart of hearts that if I followed my purpose, then I created action steps to actually achieve my purpose that I was going to be okay. See, chasing your heart doesn't always pay the bills, right? We've got bills to pay. So being all woo-woo and, oh, I'm going to chase my heart and I'm going to leave my career and I'm going to go off and teach whatever. Well, that might not be such a great idea. 
Now, having a big, juicy, passion-driven, filled, heartfelt idea is awesome. And then creating the plan, the action steps. I like to call it the vision board now. I, I don't do business plans anymore. I do vision boards. That's a little bit more logical way to go. And I believe that if one does that, they will always be successful. It doesn't mean their business is going to succeed and prosper. They might fail. They might have to recreate. It means they will live a successful life. And I know that because I've done it, and I've done it several times. So when I made the leap of faith, as I like to call it, I had a whole leap of faith party when I left real estate and dove into Alaska Tracy. I created action steps on how it was going to actually work, that I was going to be able to contribute to our bills, to our household. And I floundered a little bit. banged my head up against the wall several times and people scratched their head and said, what are you, what are you, what are you doing now? I get it that you're Alaska Tracy and what are you doing? And then I started focusing, focusing on, on the why, the purpose, creating the action steps to actually find clients to help, I created services, I got clear. The first year it was, it was basic hell, really. I thought I was just going to start Alaska Tracy and I was going to be a motivational marketing speaker and I was going to blah, 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 blah. And one company did hire me to speak that first year and that sustained me for about a month. And then um, I met with several other companies at the time they were looking for somebody to do their social media. And I said, oh, no, 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 that would not be my company. I am the speaker and the teacher. I don't do the social media. And I remember people just shaking their heads when I would tell them that or look at me funny like, okay. I mean, I walked away. I walked away from one foundation that had really deep pockets telling them, no, I couldn't help with their social media, but I could teach them how to do it. So I wasn't listening to what my community at the time, what their real needs were. So again, like the dog business, I had to roll up my sleeves and get down and dirty and actually start taking clients and doing their social media for them and getting in the trenches and learning how to do social media and connecting with people in social media marketing. So year five, fast forward, my purpose, my why. It's really simple. It used to change every year, my mantra for my vision board. Today it's really clear and it's really simple. I call it, um, it's my simple mantra is secret agent of God or spirit. I'm not religious, I'm spiritual. And so... My goal in life is to be an agent of spirit, an agent of God. The secret part comes for me because I've got the super big ego and I like to tell people 
nice things that I've done for others. So if I can keep it a secret, if I can focus on finding random acts of kindness daily that I can do that I don't have to broadcast to the world, it helps keep my ego in check a little bit. And it helps me moving forward. So if I'm able to give, give, give to others, it doesn't mean that I'm giving money, that I'm uh, taking away from my business or my family, although sometimes it does. So I take that back. Um, if I'm looking for opportunities to be of service to others on a daily basis, if I'm looking to be of service to others, Every single day. All the rest is icing on the cake. If I, if I can be of service to others, all the other things in my life are icing. When I am being of service to others, to my fellow humans, I am able to get clear with my business vision, my mission, my my goals, my action steps, and provide a service to my community, and, and they know clearly what I'm doing. Hence this podcast, a weekly newsletter, a blog, a Facebook Live, where I'm teaching, I'm educating about social media marketing, about business planning, about business visioning, and about inspiration. So that I'm consistently delivering the same message over and over and over and over. I'm giving, 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 giving. I'm going to give you lots and lots of free stuff, so follow my podcast and, and stay tuned. I'm going to give, give, give. And the more I give and the more I follow my systems, my action steps, my goals, the more success I get to have. To me, success is about wanting to get out of bed each and every day. It's about wanting to get out of bed each and every day. Now, I do have a number on my vision board for what I would like my income to be. I realize I need money to pay my bills, to give to others, to contribute to my household, to contribute to my family, to contribute to society. I also know getting out of bed each and every day, wanting to get out of bed each and every day, living a big juicy life. I have to be a secret agent of God, of spirit. I have to live my purpose, live my why. And then I get it. I get it. I get success. So what I'm going to be doing in the next two weeks is interviewing two amazing people that I've known, that I've watched, that are living big, juicy lives. And I'm going to interview them on what I've, what I've talked about today. 
what their path has been, what success means to them, how they have found their purpose, their why, what they're doing in life. And I'm really excited to present that to you the next two weeks. So stay tuned. I will be uh, letting you know who those people are. I have emails out to them now as we speak. Again, this is my first podcast ever. So I'm looking forward to getting a handle on things and being out a week with content. So stick with me. I'm going to be doing all sorts of new rebranding and fun stuff. Um, you can also follow me over on Facebook where I'll be doing a live and interacting with you guys. I want to interact with my community more. Um, my Facebook page is Alaska spelled out, Tracy, T-R-A-C-Y, W. So you can find me on Facebook and join my Facebook Lives. I'm going to be doing them Thursday morning, 9 a.m. Alaska time, 10 a.m. Pacific time, 1 p.m. Eastern time. So 1 p.m. Eastern time, 10 a.m. Pacific time, and 9 a.m. Alaska time, I will be doing Facebook Lives on my business page. I really think that's where business things go on our business Facebook pages, and that's a whole other podcast. Uh, so join me over there. Bring your questions. Bring your comments. Thursdays, we'll be talking on the topic of the podcast of the week. So this coming Thursday, we will be talking about purpose. Why? success. So I really want to thank you for joining me today, Alaska Tracy, on my very first podcast at Biz Vision with Alaska Tracy. I'm excited that you're here. I'm thrilled to deliver more amazing content to you throughout the upcoming weeks, months, and shoot me a message, an email, if you have any questions or comments. Again, thank you, and until the next time, happy visioning. Think big. Think big, juicy life. Talk to you soon.